discomfort you feel is grief. It was an article that I read at the very beginning of uh, COVID by a man who worked with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross for years and has received the blessing of that foundation to write a book called The Sixth Stage of Grief, Meaning. And I was really enjoying the book for about two weeks. It's hard to read um, because I have had a significant amount of grief in my life, uh, shared and my own. And then I stopped reading it because we're in the middle of the grief and meaning is uh, not going to come about in any substantial way until after the event causing the grief is over. And even then, I think it will be quite a while. A good friend of mine lives in St. Louis uh, and happens to be a dentist, was laughing and leaving me a voicemail about how he's watching everyone grieve. And he lost a child a number of years ago, and as he watches people around him, friends and neighbors and coworkers, he remembers his own stages of grief through the loss of his child, and he's watching everyone in his community go through something quite similar. And at first, when I realized how profoundly we are collectively grieving, and it's the whole world, um, I thought, what do I know about grief? And then I realized I'm a pastor. And the two times that uh, non-Christian people come and ask for my help, pretty humbly, is in marriages and funerals. And years ago, a friend told me that my role in a funeral is to a Christian. That means one thing for uh, someone who's not a follower of Jesus. uh, That means something else. Paul describes this as learning to grieve with hope in his letter to the Thessalonians. He actually says, don't grieve as those with no hope. But the encouragement is not to run to hope. I think uh, Americans and American Christians, and perhaps other people, but I'm mostly familiar with American Christians, we're so uninterested in grief. We don't know how to do it. We don't like it. We believe the flourishing life involves enough money to have the vacations we want. And maybe that's as far as we get in terms of how culture would lead us to do life. And yet (laughs) grief is not only essential to the human life, doing it and learning how to do it and accepting it, but grief is actually the way forward to a life full of hope, joy, peace in the future. When I think about the stages of grief, and I'm curious what you think. I'd love an email or a text from you if we're friends. If we're not friends, you can still email me. It's my name, Matt Blazer at cpcbarn.org. What does it look like When you're angry, what does it look like when you're bargaining? What does it look like when you're in denial, acceptance, and depression? I was trying to place where alcohol goes in those, because sometimes we drink because we want to be less angry. Sometimes we drink because we're depressed, and alcohol's a depressant, and we're just like, well, might as well go with it. I was looking at bargaining and wondering if, you know, once or twice a week when I want to buy something, if that's a bargain, if I buy this pen or this watch or this travel mug, yes, I buy, yeah, whatever, piece of artwork, clothing, am I making an agreement that when I do it and it arrives, I'll feel a little bit better? And the stages are not prescriptive. We can't decide, okay, on Monday I'm going to do denial, and on Tuesday, anger, and Thursday, bargaining, and Wednesday, acceptance and Friday depression, they're descriptive. 
So my encouragement, if you're a follower of Jesus, is it's described to us as part of the Christian life that we learn how to grieve with hope, whether you're looking at Jesus and the story of Lazarus with Mary and Martha, or Paul's description to the the church of Thessalonica. We grieve with hope. We do not run to hope too quickly. If you're not a follower of Jesus, I want to encourage you that some of the anxiety, some of the anger and emotions that you experience is because of the collective grief of COVID. And the sooner we acknowledge that, I think the sooner that we can actually own it and embrace spiritual practices or exercise or friendship or all the other tools given to humans to help us grieve, to own what's happening, and to move forward. Of course, this is not the good news. The good news is Jesus who loves and likes us and calls us his own and gives us the foundation upon which to live a flourishing life in this life and the next and even the one after that. But I think it is important to remember that we're grieving. And that's an encouragement if it's true. And if it's not true, why are you listening? Haha, just kidding. That's it for five more minutes this week. 